everybody was going on. It's Wild Card Saturday, and we have a show for you today. Let's get it. Uh, let's get it. We back. It's your guy, Easy Ali. I'm here with my man, D-Dubs. We in the house. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and get into uh, a, a brief recap of, of the final week of the regular season that had some big games. Uh, we'll start with uh, Philly and the Giants. Uh Interesting yeah. game. Interesting yeah. game. Uh, was it was pretty close. <laughs> it was, no, it was not. It was, it was it pretty was, close. I mean, it started for that the way. first three quarters. It started, it started that way. For the and first three after quarters, that, the Giants just gave up. Yeah, it, for the first three quarters, 17-17 all. Um, the Eagles looked like they were about to lose. It looked like, you know, the Cowboys were about to prevail in the division. And then the mistakes started happening. <laughs> first, it was the, the, the Daniel Jones fumble. And, oh and you know God. I love Daniel Jones. I, I I love the Giants. Uh, um, if if anyone doesn't know, they're my favorite team. Uh, but Daniel Jones has to get get the turnovers together. He got he got he right them. now. He got he got scurred. He, 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 he. I understand. I understand he's a rookie, and I understand that there's pressure. Yeah, I understand this all the things that happen. you know. Uh, the mistakes can happen, all that. But he has to fix that. Whoever the next coach is for the New York Giants, that's the first thing they need to address. Is Daniel Jones limiting the turnovers? Uh, but overall, I think that they've been playing well. Saquon Barkley is looking healthy. He's looking um, healthy going into next season, yep. um, which is good because he was hurt early in the year. But I mean, they, they they got some things that is working out for them. You know that that can work out for them for the Giants offensively. Defensively, it's a whole other story. Uh, but we won't stay too long on the Giants. We'll talk about the, the division winners now. Uh, the team that's going to be playing wild card Saturday or Sunday, whenever they play. Uh, the Eagles, uh, yeah. the Eagles made it. They made it. They won out. They made it to the playoffs. I still don't believe in them. I don't. I, I, I mean, we talking about the NFC East, man. I don't believe anybody from the NFC East. You see the season that was they had. Everybody in that division was hot garbage. So you know, for them to really, really get us to believe, eh? Let's just pump the brakes right there. I don't think they're making it out out, out this weekend. So. I mean that's it is what it is. The only person I do believe is is, is Miles Sanders, and he's been consistent. Um, like you, like when we first started talking about him a couple of weeks ago, um, you know I was kind of doubting him, but now he's he's showing that he he, he can run the ball. But Penn it's State. fake. Though. It it is fake because at the end of the day they still don't have no receivers. It, w- without Goddard, without Ertz, you don't have nobody. Um, granted though, there's one thing that I do want to point out that I I, I I'm kind of shocked that I didn't we didn't realize this before. Um, Carson Wentz. Has had a three thousand yard receiver, three thousand yard season with no receiver over five hundred yards. That is an accomplishment. To think about how many that's, hand, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, to to think about I mean, how many people he's got the he's got the ball to, and then injuries and plays, and he's still getting the ball moving. Granted, the division was trash and everything else. He was still able to you know pass the three thousand yard mark with, with just with nobody. Well, to me, the thing with Carson Wentz is I, I, I think people are are so consumed with him not actually playing in the playoffs that year, playing in the Super Bowl that year, and, and him coming back and never really playing in the playoffs. I think people are consumed to the fact that he's not that good. Carson Wentz is a baller. He can play football. He was not the number two overall pick for no reason. Yeah, absolutely like, right. This kid can actually play. He He's a big dude. He can. He has a great arm. He has a great arm. People don't talk about his arm at all. He's accurate. He can run out of the pocket. He can make mm-hmm. plays on the run. You know, play action. He will kill you in play action. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think he's an overall good player. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, you know, I think he's one of the bright stars of the future for the NFL. Um, I think people are, 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 you know, because he wasn't in the big game against Brady, I think people are, like, still a little wishy-washy on him. But I think he's he's a good player, man. He's a good football player. And, and to me, I think in order for the Eagles to do good, they have to run the football. Um, and against the Giants, Week 17, they ran the football as a team 31 times. That's good. No, yeah, they ran right, as a right. team for 121 yards. That's good. As a team, they scored three touchdowns. That's good. You need to be able to run the football, especially in the playoffs. The games get longer. Defenses get tougher. It's colder. You have to be able to win uh, by running the football. So, um, to me, I think they're trending in the right direction. I just really don't believe in them still mm-hmm. because as, 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 as good as they were last week running 31 times, they played against the Giants. They got to play against Minnesota. Yeah. That's not happening. And again. also, I want to give credit where credit's due. I, I, I got to you know backtrack my words a little bit. I was talking about Sanders, but I forgot this game. It was Scott that really came out and did his thing. He had three TDs along the way, and he also had – Four receptions for eighty-four yards coming out the backfield. Yeah, he had he had a that was a great game. One hundred and thirty-eight scrimmage yards and and three scores. I mean, he was phenomenal. Um, you know, and and yeah, I mean, the the ability like like you always say, the ability to have two running backs in one system that can produce is essential, especially going into the playoffs, man. And and the combination of Scott and Sanders Mm -hmm. has it's, it's worked out. It's, it has worked out for them. You know you know what's crazy? Um, the way that people talk about Carson Wentz is kind of the same way that people talk about Daniel Jones um, going to a school that really wasn't as competitive as some of the other, you know, schools in the BCS, like, you know, going to uh, North, North Dakota and coming out, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in the draft. They kind of said that about Daniel Jones when he was going to Duke. Oh, you know, he's not in a great conference. He really didn't do with anybody, but he was still able to accomplish so much. So... To see them playing against each other, it kind of you know seeing that mirror effect of two of two college quarterbacks that came out that everyone said that can't do much because of the division. I mean the conference that they were playing in. But hey, look at it. This year Carson Wentz did what most people couldn't do, and that was have, throw over three thousand yards with receivers that barely even touched five hundred yards receiving, which is kind of incredible. Um, you got a guy who's been dealing with injuries all around him. And is still able to throw up big numbers and 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 still, uh, yeah, made the playoffs. So congratulations to the Eagles and you know coming over the Giants. And that brings us to our next game. Oh God, I don't even have a lot to say for this game. <laughs> the Redskins versus the <laughs> I've been Cowboys. So prepared. All, um, all I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say this. Good luck to the Cowboys fans next year. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna well, say. Well, you wandered. We already we already wandered with it. a capital we S. Called, we already called that Jason Garrett was was done for the season. We was all the opportunity. To me, it's it's just it's just opportunity, man. The the toughest thing to get in the NFL is opportunity. And and when the NFL and the football guys keep throwing opportunity at you, you have to seize it. You have to take it. And they did not. Not one time did they seize their moment of opportunity this season. And that's why they're in the position that they're in right now. Uh, we saw the reports yesterday that they you know, they decided to part ways with Jason Garrett. Duh. Of course you're going to part ways with Jason Garrett because he hasn't won anything um, in 10 years. Uh, so to me, it's just, it's time is up. Uh, it's time to start this whole thing over. Um, I'm not even going to get into just yet 
the 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 chaos that's gonna happen for them financially and team wise in the offseason in terms of re retaining players. However, to me, it's just time is up, game over. I got, they I, need I, got to start I got a, over. I got a quick they side need question to figure for something you. out. I got a quick side question for you. Now, with all the coaching changes, I know it's premature. Of all the people to come out and speak out against the coaching changes that need to happen, um, one of them was Troy Aikman, you know, legendary quarterback, Super Bowl winner, um, announcer. Um, do you think a guy like Troy Aikman or even a guy like Tony Romo should be the guy to come in and step in and help that organization? Hell no. Okay. H-E double hockey sticks, no. Let me tell you why. Elaborate. If, if Troy Aikman was going to play any role, any significant role in this team's future or or in the front office, he would have had that job already. Mm -hmm. um, if, if Tony Romo were, were to, you know, be a part of this team's future in any shape or fashion, it would have happened already. Let me tell you guys. Jerry Jones is not giving anybody any type of credit for running his team. He I mean, won't dare give anybody any type of credit for running his team. He built that nineties dynasty, and he wants to do it day, again. We're not. I'm not even talking about the credit because everybody knows Jerry Jones is going to take the credit from from Trump anyway. But I'm saying as he's far not, as implementing, he's going to keep it close. Mm -hmm. He's going to keep it close. He's not. And and I don't want to say outsiders because Troy Aikman was their dynasty quarterback. Tony Romo had you know. In essence, some glory years with them. One but of the greatest. If, if you're looking at it, jersey. I mean, they they're very, very, very you know close in their circle as far as who who they want to give power to, mm -hmm. who they want to take care of certain things, and I just don't think Jerry Jones right now wants to do that. I don't think he's ever going to want to do that. And I think when Jerry Jones Jr. comes aboard and, and starts you know playing a bigger role, even though I think what well, he's already the the president. Of operations, but yeah, once he yeah. actually takes on a bigger role for them, I think it's going to be the same thing too. Now, ideally, hell yeah, you should have somebody like Troy Aikman or Emmett Smith or Michael Irvin play some sort of role in your organization. Well, yeah, I, not I only mean, to yeah. help, not only to help you know some of these young guys feel comfortable with your organization, but mm -hmm. to give them an idea of hey. I played in played for this team. You know what we it won takes to Super win. Bowls, and I'm here now helping this team to win more. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it, it would be good for for the team. Well, but yeah, it's just I was definitely not something thinking, that I would see from the Cowboys. No, I was thinking definitely something within the organization, but how high I you know is yet to be seen. Because at the end of the day, um, anything above GM, um, you could you you already know is going to be someone within the Jones family or close to the um, Jones family. Like you said, his son is already president. But I was thinking, you know, somewhere along the line, if Troy Aikman would have come down, he would be something as a GM somewhere around there. And if um, Tony Romo came in, he would, you know, coaching job or offensive coordinator. Because at the end of the day, Kellen Moore, um, he got to go. He got to go. Um, his, he's had some experience, but it's not enough. And he doesn't, he doesn't know what it takes to win um, for this team. Tony Romo knows what it takes to win for this team. Die, damn near almost dying for this team, breaking his back for the team several times. So, you know, just, just seeing where, where those things lie. But with that, we already knew that the Cowboys season was over. They was really on the last the last. Yeah, and, last and, and you know, I, like you said, I'm, I'm, I don't even really want to talk about them much. Nope. But on the other side of the football, the, Redskins. the Washington Redskins, I will say one thing. For the first time in maybe a decade, their future looks bright. It did. It did look, it looked the very first bright. Time. Um, Case Keenum uh, stepped, stepped I, I in think, and he did well. 
I think for for two reasons that their future still looks bright. Um, I think they need to figure out the injury thing with Darius with with Darius guys. I think with the change of all these front office people, I think their health is gonna improve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I'm optimistic because of him. That's one. I'm also optimistic because of Dwayne Haskins. I I, I think that he he has the mental ability to get it all together. Yeah, I think I, he's I didn't tough. like the way they, they I think that he's not going to be I don't think I don't think that this season is going to bother him. I think that he understands everything now, um the way things are going mm-hmm. in terms of the speed of the game, what's expected of him, how to lead his team. I think he's got that mental down. And then the third thing I would say, man, I, I know a lot of people really like Jonathan Allen um as far as their defense goes. But I'm gonna give you another name on that defensive line, man. Deron Payne. I think mm-hmm. that that guy is. He's a he's a franchise cornerstone on that defensive line. What I think he has that type guy? of ability. What about your other guy, Montez Sweat? He had a hell of a game this week. Deron Payne. That that's that's who I I got. You know, <laughs> I I think that 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 is a cornerstone on defense. So the future looks bright for them. They have three, I think, solid core pieces that they can build around. And, of course, they have a new regime coming in and new faces and, you know, a new a whole slew of new things. So I think that the future looks bright for them as a whole. Um, but the, the, the season's over. We're, we're definitely going to touch base about the offseason works, you know, in a, in, in a few months. Uh, but I, I think the future is bright for the Redskins. And the Cowboys, they, they're going to have hell this offseason in terms of moving things around and how they operate. Uh, but let's quickly go to the next game. Um, the Steelers and the Ravens. What are your thoughts? And the Ravens. Now, this game, I mean, we already knew how this game. Well, it, it really didn't wasn't going to affect the Ravens whatsoever. No, none of their starters really started, um, which was good. They, you know, they get to have the week off. Uh, RG three played. Uh, he started. He started out the game, and they still won. Um, granted, RG three didn't have the best game in his his career, but. For them to glide past the, you know, the Steelers who were trying and, and, and vying for that last possible position, um, Steelers, Steelers were trash. Uh, th- th- to be honest, this game wasn't. Um, I didn't feel it was that competitive. Um, the Steelers, they, I mean, yeah, they, they were trying. You had Snell who was doing great. Uh, Snell Jr. who was doing okay on the ground, ninety-one yards on eighteen carries and a TD. But on the other side, you had Edwards, Gus Edwards, who um. Did a phenomenal job. 21 carries, 130 yards, and beasted this game. This is something that you want to see because when you have your other running back and Ingram, you know, who was doing so well, you, you do have another guy back there. You do have another guy that can also help the running game. Like I said all season, the dual running back threat and the fact that you can get him off on this game to prove that, yo, you are still a viable position you're still viable um person on this team as a number two back and look what you can do it was perfect um other than that uh the game the game was really it was one-sided uh 28 10 uh we i had baltimore winning this i didn't think pittsburgh was going to be able to do anything against the second court team at all well if we're being real logical um to me i think that the pittsburgh steelers have have some some Key pieces that they can build, continue to build around next season. For sure. Uh, Starting around Ben, ben Roethlisberger, not not Devlin Hodges. 
the the to me, I think with the Steelers is they just didn't have the quarterback to to help them. Uh, if you look at them two weeks ago, they were in prime position to be playing wild card weekend. Um, but here we are now. Uh, and and to me, I think they just need a few pieces to 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 add to what they already have and to stay competitive. Uh, this game though, however. I know you said that he didn't have a great game. He really did not. He had 96 yards passing in an interception. Mm-hmm. But RG3, for playing for a first game in, what, two, three years, he was all right. That's what I said. He was all right. RG3 wasn't yards, bad, man. Yards <laughs> in the he was I all mean, right. Granted, he could go help a team. He had eight, he had eight rushing um, eight rushing attempts for 50 yards. I mean, granted. The he, way he, he looked the way he looked on Sunday, he, looked he can go help a team. Oh, yeah. He, he can go help a he team. He can go composed. help a team right now, man. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you look at a team like Miami, that's somewhere he can stop. Yeah, chill, chill, you chill, chill, like chill, 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 chill. You can't, you can't talk about stop. Miami. Miami's already been taken by Fitz Magic. He, that's off limits right man, now. Man, stop that garbage, man. Well, stop chill, garbage, chill, chill, chill. Fitz garbage. I'm not. Whoa, I'm not whoa, hold on. Fitz garbage not, just beat I'm the not. Patriots. Chill, 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 look, chill, chill, look, chill, chill. Look, man. Look, look. You know my hot takes, man. <laughs> Jameis Winston, garbage. You already know he's Fitz, garbage. Garbage. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Melvin Gordon, garbage. So we, you, you know, don't add more to the garbage list, man. But I mean, RG, RG looked good. He looked good, and he looked like he could go play somewhere and 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 potentially help them win. He could go replace Andrew Luck. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett he, played he, terrible all year. He, he could, he could, RG he could, go, to, could go, he to go to Indianapolis and and, and so, tear something up. So to me, to me, I think there were some good signs from the, from the Ravens, even from their backups. When when people think that. You're pulling your starters, and you just—you're not throwing away a game. You're not—you didn't go out there to throw away the game. You got—you went out there to go see what else the other guys can yep, do. What else? You know, the other and, guys. and to me, if you're looking—if you're looking at at the Ravens and what their other guys can do, when I look at the stat sheet, I see that they have some good receivers. Yep. I see that they can still run the football even with Mark Ingram out. I see that some guys can still make plays in the passing game mm-hmm. and defensively. It don't matter who plays. If you're in a Baltimore Ravens uniform, you're gonna play well on defense. So, so to me, it was a good showing by them. Um, I, I, I like them. I, I like the Ravens. They're still my Super Bowl pick. I'm me not too. stopping that. I'm not gonna stop that. I, I think they're going all the way to the mountaintop. Um, and then we, of course, next game, my guy, Tannehill. Ryan <laughs> Tannehill. And Let me the, tell you, if they weren't the playing in New Titans. England. If, if they weren't playing in New England this weekend for for the playoffs, man, I I, I picked them to win the game. Oh. I, I I like what they I know the I know the Texans laid down. The Texans didn't show any fight last week. Uh, they put up fourteen points, which was I, I thought was embarrassing. And of course they pulled they pulled Deshaun Watson. I think what second quarter and put AJ McCarron in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't really fighting. They knew they had the division locked up. They wanted to just go in there get some reps and then pull the guys. Uh. I think that Tennessee man, I, that that loss to Houston really messed them up a few weeks back. Um, before this game, um, I think that they were still a little angry about it. But let me tell you, the league the league leader in rushing, uh, Derrick Henry. Yep, he got he the rushing rushing crown. He he can still perform. I think that when when he's on the field, they're a, a different team entirely. Uh, they're not the same team when he's uh, off the field. Uh, I think that A.J. Brown has started to ascend as a legit number one receiver. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been balling. Uh, I like I said, you know my guy, my 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 second adopted son, Ryan Tannehill. Oh God, he's been phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers, he listened the last to this, month please. and a half. Aaron Rodgers, you listening? No, uh, Aaron Rodgers, that's that's big bro. Aaron Rodgers, that's big bro. My adopted son is Ryan Tannehill, man. Look, hey, 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 man, it's too early to start the blasphemy on Aaron Rodgers, man. Stop it. Stop hey, it, not, man. He's not playing. He not it's playing too this early weekend, to so. start the blasphemy, all right? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Ryan Tannehill, man, I I want to see how he performs this week against, in, uh, against New England because I think it's going to be sort of like a precursor of how he's going to do in the future. I think this is going to be the game. I think the Tennessee Titans are decided have decided to to retain him and bring him back next year, but I think, I think so that too. this game coming up is gonna be like, like the legit. This is our guy game, and they have a chance. New England has been. New England has not been the same. New England is different. Uh, they they can't protect Tom Brady. Here, here, they don't have the, any here's, receivers. Here's the, biggest, here's the big factor for this weekend, right? You're talking about Tennessee. Versus the New England Patriots, it's they're gonna be in Foxborough, but it's gonna be some nasty weather in Foxborough. It ain't gonna be a sling match where you know we're gonna see Ryan Tannehill throwing for three hundred, or we're gonna see Tom Brady throwing for you know two fifty, three hundred. It's gonna be a running game, and who got the better running back right now? Because right now, from what I'm looking, the weather in Foxborough is looking ugly. They're talking about rain, possibly some even some snow, forty five degrees, maybe even lower. So. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of running game, the, the the ground and pound. If, if Derrick Henry could do what he does, what he's been doing all season, I think that the New England Patriots are gonna have you know be, be in for a shock as far as the running game. Not saying that they're gonna lose, but they're gonna they're gonna have to find a way to stop him because at the end of the day, not many not many teams have found a way to stop him. So let's see what's going on. Uh, uh you know later on tonight they play tonight. Uh, kickoff is at eight fifteen. We'll see how the Tennessee Titans go up against the New England Patriots. Which, who you think you you think you you think the Patriots are gonna take this one solidly and cleanly? Um, no, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think it's gonna be that type of game. I, I this is gonna be a fight. This the Patriots are gonna have to fight to win this. Um, I think because they're playing in New England, New England comes out on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you said, man, all all the the factors are pointing towards this being a a, a tough defensive grinding type of game where you have to run the football in order to win and and they Tennessee has the better the better running back like you said man they they Derrick Henry is is an absolute monster this year uh so they they have the better running back it, it if it's an ugly game it favors Tennessee but it's it's January it's just hard to doubt it's just hard to doubt uh Belichick and Brady in January he wild card or not you know it's hard to doubt them, so you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I do think ultimately, um, the the uh, Patriots come out on top, but it's gonna be tough. Yeah, and on the other side, you got the Texans. The Texans, I mean, grant, granted that you know um, they, they 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 lost against the Titans last week, they, but they're still in it. They're playing the Bills uh, later today, four thirty-five. But there is an issue: no Will Fuller, which is a big key factor. You can see uh, some of their stats with Will yeah. Fuller. With Will Fuller, they've won all that's, their games. Without Will Fuller, that's they definitely going to hurt. Yep, that's definitely going to hurt them uh, because I, I, I understand that they have a great, a great rhythm and great flow between Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. I understand that. However, Will Fuller 
helps them with that because he's able to do the dirty things in the offense. He's able to get the underneath routes. He's able to go deep and and, and catch the, the ball over two defenders. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that kind of like, you know, moves the chains, whereas DeAndre Hopkins is the big play guy, the scoring guy. And, and to me, they're going to lose an element of their passing game with Will Fuller being out. Now, I'm going to tell you this straightforward. The Bills are here to spoil people's plans. <laughs> We've been calling it all season. We've been calling it all season. And the Bills are a legit football team. If you go in thinking that you're just going to breeze by them, think again. No, no. The Bills are legit. The defense is legit. Um, He's an all-pro now. Tredavious White, I think he's the best corner in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I've been mm-hmm. harping and saying that Stephon Gilmore was the better cornerback. I think all it, season, it really, it, it really I, depends. I, I think I think Stephon I, Gilmore is a, is a better one on one shutdown corner, and Tre'Davious White is a better cover corner. And you know what? I I want to agree because the difference to me, the difference between the two. Uh, you looking at you you look at uh, uh, a Tre'Davious White. There is no space. He 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 locks. He puts you in a box. Whether you want to go left, right, straight, come back, he puts you in a box to where you he dictates where you go. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's that's the kind of thing he does. Whereas on the other hand, what Stephon Gilmore is able to do because of his length, he's able to smother you. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's able to smother you. Whether it, wh- whichever direction you go, he's able to fight, keep up. You know, so you can go. You know, north, you can go west, you can go east, and he's still there because of his length. He's able to smother you and keep up. And believe it or not, he has speed, tremendous speed. So I think that's the difference between them, but they're both, I think, very solid. If if I had to choose right now, it's 1 and 1A. And and, and to me, I think that, like I said, Buffalo is no joke, man, and and, and Tredavious White is going to have to cover. Uh, He's definitely going to follow DeAndre Hopkins the whole entire game. Uh, There's no doubt about it. Uh, I like what they have on the back end with with uh, with Micah Hyde, uh, Mike Hilton. Those guys, they, they they got a good team, man. And and believe it or not, I think Buffalo goes into into Houston and they come out on top. I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now: Buffalo goes into Houston and they win 21-17. Yup, and I, and I'm I'm gonna agree with you because I think uh, Josh Allen um, has a, has a master plan up up his sleeve. Um, and you had said something. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, when I had uh, mentioned that um, JJ Watt was a uh, 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 you know a big factor on their on their defense, and you're like, oh no no no, he's all trash, he's all trash. But looking at the numbers, when JJ Watt, oh, played, oh well, I ain't say he was all trash. No no, 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 not not that he don't, was all don't trash. Don't send JJ Watt at he, me, man. Not that he was all trash, but that he does not help their defense as much as we think that he does. Um, and but I think you're right. They play better without they him. Play, they do they play do, better without him. I think him. they do play with better without him. And now that he's he's playing. He's they said he's scheduled to be playing this game. He's back. Let's see what 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 happens. Does does he disrupt the momentum that they've been having all season as far as defensively, or does he come in or does does he come in with a bang and, and really step up, come up, you know, two sacks, uh, uh, four or five tackles in the game? Well, let let's see, let's see. We want it. We want it. We want to see the big plays. It's, it's a brand new year, man, and you. And you over here blasphemy with Aaron Rodgers in 2020 early, oh, man. Now you trying to send J.J. Watt at me. Man, come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. 
Yo, JJ Watt's gonna come after you regardless. Cause guess what? He he he's that type of guy. That's what he does. That's what he get paid to do. He paid to get come after people. Um, but yeah, they're playing later today at four thirty. Uh, Bills versus Texans, and I and I got the Bills. You know, taking this one twenty four to twenty one. Yup, yup, yup. And then of course we we talk about Sunday's games, tomorrow's games. Man, oh man. Well, hold on. Before the Saints. And this is going to be the game to watch on Sunday because you got Drew Brees and the Saints playing in the Dome. Nobody's going into that Dome and winning just like that. I don't see the Vikings going in there and taking it from Drew Brees. No, 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 no. I think the, the Saints have had enough of other people making decisions about their future in the playoffs, whether it's the refs or, you know, BS plays or other teams. They want it and they want it bad. You can see it. They even went and tried to, you know, hone some other receivers just for the playoffs. You see they even, unfortunately, tried to even extend invitation to Antonio Brown and get 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 him worked out. But at the end of the day, you can see they want it so bad they're willing to do any and everything to make this playoff run a, a, a victory, a guaranteed victory. Because everything that happened to him in the last couple of years being, you know, robbed from them, they're not, they're not looking for that no more. And with that, we're going on to the Vikings versus the Saints. As far as them, mm, I don't I don't see the Vikings winning this one. I really, I really do not. I think that Drew Brees and Michael Thomas are gonna keep doing what they're doing. Michael Thomas being the heavy hitter that he is. I could see him going out there for a buck, buck plus two TDs. Um, I think this is the game where we get to see the classic Alvin Kamara come back where he's gonna have his hundred plus rushing yards. He's not just gonna be the the receiver out of the backfield, even though it has been helping the team a lot. I think this is the time where we're going to see him burst out with his, you know, his speed going down the field and making some deep plays down the field. Um, I want, I want to, I want to see the Saints demolish, demolish the Vikings. And I don't want to see any part of the Vikings coming back late quarter scores, because at the end of the day, the Saints do have this problem where they're up by a lot. They start letting the other team come back, and it, it ends up being a close game in the end because of, you know, they started letting their foot off the gas and, and whatnot. I don't want to see that, especially with Kirk Cousins. Everybody's been down Kirk Cousins, you know, not being able to perform on the big stage. Do not let this be the stage that he performs on, and he does well. You do not want that, this especially is a rematch. in the Superdome. Two years ago. This is the rematch. This is the game they got yep. Pat Sherman hyped. Uh, I think the Saints destroyed them. Uh, I think this is going to be a blowout. I think that this is going to be 42-17 is going to be my score. Uh, and, and the reason that I'm saying this, uh, the Saints secondary has began to step up uh, with, with Dalvin Cook being nursing some injuries late in the season. I think that... Uh, he's not going to be the same guy that we've been seeing all year. He's been a, he's been dominant all year, probably one of the best best running backs in the league. And I don't think we're going to see that because of, of of him nursing the injuries. On the other hand, Michael Thomas can't guard him. There's not one corner in the league that I've I've seen that can stop this guy. Uh, I think he's tremendous. Uh, I think he's going to have another big game, like you said. Uh, 42-17, Saints take this, man. I, I don't have much to say. Uh, they're in the dome. Uh, it's going to be loud. Uh, Drew Brees is Drew Brees in the dome, man. I, in the playoffs, I, 
He's one of the best quarterbacks ever to do this. I think he's going to continue that going forward. And, and and that's all I've got for this game, man. It's not going to be close. As much as I like Kirk Cousins and what he's done this year, as far as, uh, as being a leader to this team, I mean, you look at it on the season, man, 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns to only six interceptions. He's, he's had a phenomenal year. Uh, but like I said, I just don't see them going into New Orleans this week, wild card weekend, and winning. No, you're absolutely right. And with that, we go on to our next game. And your boys, that you, you, you say that you, you had so much faith in, but you so suddenly lost faith. We got the Seahawks versus the Eagles at 4.40 p.m. tomorrow on Sunday. Um, I know, I know that the the Seahawks are probably are going to win this. But with the loss that they suffered last week against the, 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 the 49ers, it sh it's shaking up some confidence, especially, I know, on your end. You, you were talking about, oh, I don't know. But, hey, tell, tell us what you think about this game because I, I, I know for a fact that the Seahawks are going to win this game. How they win this game, it might be ugly, but they, they're going to win it. You just wanted to put me on the spot. I see that's been your game all day. You just wanted to put me on the spot that's about right. all my teams. And, and, and let me tell you, you're 100% right, man. Uh, for the first time all year, I don't know. I don't know about the Seahawks. I, I, I've lost some confidence in them. Uh, I think that they've lost some confidence in themselves. Uh it's going to take, I, I don't think they have any issues with Philly. I, I think they're going to take care of Philly. Um, and, and Philly can get their offseason started. Because uh, at this point they need to. Uh, I don't see them having any issues with that. However, going forward, I don't know what to what to expect from them. Uh, the offensive line, which was for so long, for about six to seven weeks, started to play well. They're playing like garbage now. Yep. Uh, they they are not opening any holes up for for the running backs. They're not protecting Russell Wilson. He's he's lately Russell Wilson has been trying to evade sacks more than making plays. And and as phenomenal as he is, you know, moving out of the pocket and making throws on a run, it just hasn't been working for them lately. Uh, defensively, they're not getting any pressure. Uh, we saw that against against uh, San Francisco, where where they barely got any pressure, and and I think that they need to be able to to apply some pressure in order to win defensively because their corners and, and safeties they're not that great. Um, the 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 Legion of Boom is gone. Uh, that's not you know the way that their defense used to run before. It doesn't operate that same way. They need to get those guys, Jaron Reed, Davian Clowney. Uh, Collier, all they need to get those guys up front to produce some some heat on the quarterback, and and they haven't been able to do that uh, the last few weeks, and I think that is going to haunt them, especially in in a conference where if you win, you you might have to put go into New Orleans, or you might have to go into Green Bay, or, or where you might have to go back into San uh, San Francisco. So to me, I'm just not as confident as I was in them a few a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, Russell Wilson, I, I still think, I still think he deserves MVP. Uh, but I still do because I, I don't think this team would have 11 wins if he was not on that team and hurt. I think if he were to be hurt this year, the team would probably win three games. And that's a fact. I think the team is that they're good enough to only win about three games, uh, without Russell Wilson. 
and and to me, he's just gonna he has to lead them. He has to lead them in, into the playoffs, and and I don't see Philly really taking over. Uh, we talked about Sanders and Scott earlier. Uh, I don't see them really doing anything phenomenal against the Seahawks defense, especially against those linebackers. Uh, we we have yet to see if KJ Wright is gonna play. Hopefully he does play, uh, but I I. I I don't think they can do anything, you know, running the football against this team. Uh, Carson Wentz doesn't have any receivers. Maybe Zach Ertz plays. If he plays, will he be 100%? If he's not 100%, what can he give you? So there's there's a lot of question marks on Seattle's side. There's a lot of question marks on Seattle's side, but there's more question marks on the the Philadelphia side. So to me, it's just a... The lesser of evils, you know, is going to win this game. And I think the Seahawks. Between the two. Yeah, yeah no, I think right, the Seahawks right, are going right. to come out on and, top because of that. And you know and you know what? The only thing I have to say about this game, I mean, even though there's question marks on both sides, um, I'm glad to see Beast Mode come back. Um, he, he had a decent he looked game good. He looked, he looked good his first game back, he looked, man. He, he oh, looked he, phenomenal. He, he didn't look like he was out of nope. shape. But at the, same, at the same time, hey, if anybody came in at week 17, they, they would look hella good too. Shit, 17 weeks of no football? Hey, oh, that's that saying a lot on the yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I do agree with you as far as Seattle having some holes um, with injuries. Um, granted, granted, um, from what the numbers are saying, people are, people are saying Philly's going to win this. They're playing in Philadelphia. Um but I don't. Yeah, I on, don't on see ESPN, it on ESPN, Philly has a sixty percent yeah. chance to win. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I don't know what those guys up there at ESPN are thinking. Maybe they know something that we don't. But I still don't think Seattle loses this. Granted, Seattle has a better record at home. Their 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 away their away record is not so great this year. But we're talking about Philadelphia, the team that has no receivers, nobody to catch. You're talking about. Uh, a team with possibly their two re- best receivers are their tight ends. A, ru- a running game that's been solidified only recently in the last couple of games. Granted, we did talk about uh, 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 Carson Wentz and how he's been doing well getting the ball around without having a number one target or without having a, a receiver with over 500 yards. Um, I still don't see it happening. I think I think Russell Wilson goes out there. DK Metcalf has a good game. I think uh, Lockett goes out and has a good game. I think it's going to be a great, great afternoon for the Seahawks. They're going to come out with a dub, and they're going to they're going to they're going to start moving on. I don't. Unfortunately, I know the Cowboys would like to see themselves in this position. Uh, us talking about them, but nah, this is not happening. E- Eagles are here, and unfortunately, it's their game to lose. So that's what it is. I think. Yeah, yeah, and and. You know the the luxury of playing home is is you know is theirs to win. You know, so they 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 have like I've been saying all year, opportunity, opportunity has 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 placed itself right in front of Philly, and you know it's up to them to seize it and, and take control of that. Um, and of course, as we come to an end, before we leave, I just have one thing to say to all y'all: Go Pack Go! Oh God. And and, oh, and let God. me tell y'all, Go I, I Pack Go Twenty Twenty is a real thing. Okay, all right. I just want I just want each and every one of you fans to be prepared for next week. Go Pack Go, and that's all I got for you today. Yeah, and and with that, um, like like Ali said, we come to a close. Don't forget to visit our pages, um, our, our blog coverageseasonb.home.blog, our Instagram and our Twitter. Don't forget to comment. Leave leave us your 
your feedback. Let us know who you think is going to win this weekend, um, especially later on this afternoon. And um, who you, who you, who you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Send us your picks, and you know we'll shout you out. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.